Are you ready to connect with spirit, get clear, and find peace no matter what you're dealing with? Good news, you found the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. I'm your host, Molly McCartney, and I invite you to sit back, take a deep breath, and awaken to the miracles that are possible when you embrace the power of your intuition and spiritual gifts. Welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. This is Molly, and this is episode number one. So if you're listening and you know me well, or you're a client of mine, you know that this has been in my creative womb to give birth to for about 10 years now. I'm really excited to do this podcast to bring you uh, a safe place to listen and discuss and explore subjects relating to your spirituality, your intuitive development, your psychic development, your spiritual gifts, all the things that make you a wise being here on, on planet Earth. And we all have these things within us. Not not everyone's going to be a professional reader, professional healer, or a professional wise person that people seek out. And yet, we all have wisdom within us that helps us to guide our lives as they are. And without connection to that, we're just a bunch of lost souls running around. And that's why I made this podcast, because I used to be one of those lost souls. As intuitive as I am, as masterful as I am at working with others, I took a long way around to get to where I am today. And as I did that, I would ask Spirit over and over again, why me? Why can't I just figure this out? Why can't I get it together? And I heard over and over again, you're going to do this. You're going to come into contact with your spirit. You're going to learn how to live in your joy, to elevate your vibration, and you're going to turn around and you're going to teach others how to do it. So I knew that my life was in service to others, no matter what I was doing. And believe me, I've seen some dark places. I'm going to share about a lot of those, if not all of them in the course of this podcast. And I'm also going to work with you all. Um, this podcast is pre-recorded, but I'm going to offer you opportunities to call in and be pre-recorded and get some free readings so that you can uh, work things out with me on the air and share your experience with others. Because believe me, there's someone else out there dealing with the same things you are, whether you know it or not. And it's really healing and powerful to share that experience of transformation, whether it be through the insights you get in a reading or sharing your your story. I also want to bring you interviews with my friends and colleagues in the spiritual wellness field. I've got lots of them and I make more every day and I just can't wait to bring them on to discuss things that make my soul happy and things that are changing the world. We're bringing back wisdom. We're bringing back folk medicine. We're bringing back herbalism. We're bringing back energy healing. A lot of these things have been suppressed in our collective consciousness for a very long time and there were reasons for that. Um, I'm sure we'll go into those specific reasons at some point and look at the pattern of awakening our feminine healing consciousness once again as men and women, by the way. Uh, but, you know, in the meantime, it's all coming back and it's it's up to each and every one of us that senses that reemergence to empower it within ourselves and to honor that beauty and that grace that is inherent in our spiritual beingness. Because when we don't and we we say, uh, you know, we agree with the other folks that think it's a bunch of hogwash, and I'm pretty clear about that. I know a lot of people think spirituality is a bunch of crap, and I know people think New Age thinking is a bunch of crap. Metaphysics is not necessarily proven and therefore not real science. Um, there's a lot of arguments out there, and this show is not to handle those arguments, but it's to speak powerfully about them um, despite any anybody who would go against them, because I know so many people who find their power and their peace and their joy in these spaces of spirituality and healing. And so I don't care, you know, if it's not in the science books yet, I don't care if it's not something that's Uh, broadly accepted by the mainstream. What I care about is that this is a movement that's been going on for a while now. It really started in the late 1800s with the spiritualist movement and maybe a little bit before that and in quieter circles. And as it grew up, it grew um, into bigger focus into the 60s with the um, New Age movement and starseeds coming to the earth and people waking up to their spirituality and their spiritual power. 
And then it rose up even more into the 80s with uh, Hay House and Louise Hay and the You Can Heal Your Life movement and positive thinking and affirmations and law of attraction. And so there's a whole history of this movement. And I'm just stepping on the bandwagon and sharing my voice because I feel it's so freaking important. And there are people who are, um, you know, who have taught us so much and who are either retiring or they're moving into different spaces. And it's time for us in this generation and my generation to stand up and to really take on those, those mantles because there's more and more people in the world. And it's not about talking about something that everyone else is already talking about and saying, well, I can't talk about it because I'm not there yet. It's about feeling your purpose. And if it's your purpose to bring this out and take a stand about it, you got to do it because um, it's no longer uh, the best thing to to give away that wise power to someone else in the community. You've got to stand up for it yourself. So that's part of my soapbox. (laughs) And um, I want to tell you a little bit about me as we go forward. This is episode one. So it is just me and I'm going to take a few callers toward the end of the show uh, to Uh, demonstrate some intuitive readings and show you how that works. Uh, And then we're going to do a meditation at the end to help you tune into your intuition. So each show, we're going to do a little bit of everything. We're going to do a little bit of talking. We're going to do a little bit of guidance. And we're going to do a little bit of meditation. And depending on my guests for the week, um, you're going to learn a lot of really cool stuff. So, but first things first, I want to share a little bit more about myself, my intuitive journey, and how it can help you on yours and a little bit about the case that my spirit guides have made for intuitive awakening. So we are evolving as a humanity, as a species. You know, humans are constantly changing in the the things we focus on, the things our collective consciousness is um, integrating, you know, at different points in our, in our physical evolution, uh, our spiritual evolution has followed. And as we become more and more aware as a species that there's more to life, there's more to the universe than what meets the eye, it's important to keep up with our own inner awareness about that. So there are studies out there. It's great to read the scientific studies. I, for one, enjoy reading things about new consciousness and new findings after I've sort of already gotten the message on on an intuitive level. And then I read something that someone somewhere is studying the same thing and has found some proof about it. That really gets me excited. Um, But again, this show is all about finding it within yourself and to make sure that the journey is not a book learning journey. You know, there's, again, a lot of support, supportive advice and guidance in books. I, for one, learned through a lot of books as I grew in my spirituality and I realized that the true wisdom that, um, that I gained came from looking within, came from getting really quiet, from tuning into my inner guidance and my spirit guides on the other side, from you know, opening up to the possibility of loved ones and connecting um, with those who have passed and ancestors and really just getting into the, all the weird of it you know, and really seeing the beautiful in the stuff that a lot of society will say is either uh, hogwash or crazy or not real. And I'm here to tell you, in my life, it was honoring the fact that all that is the most real thing uh, that saved my life and made me who I am today. I've now helped hundreds of people as an intuitive medium, energy healer and teacher through, you know, direct contact, uh, blogs, and, and now reaching more and more people through this podcast. And I am a stand for the wisdom within. And I wasn't always this way, though. So that's why I created this. I used to listen to podcasts back in the day uh, when Hay House Radio first came around. And it was my saving grace working at a corporate job that I didn't love. That wasn't really what I was um to end up doing the rest of my life and I needed an outlet to explore all the things that my soul loved that made my spirit sing and and listening for about six years on and you know on and off uh, really learning a lot from the authors and and learning a lot from from my teachers both locally and from afar and so now I want to give back I want to do the same thing they did for me for you Uh, Whether or not I ever meet you in person, I want my voice to be that supportive sort of uh, friend that you need to keep on track, to stay on your path and not give up. 
All right. And so where I'm at now coming into this movement at my age and starting young as I did, but knowing that eventually I would be a voice for this movement um, is is really carrying the torch on, you know, keep you know, we need more and more people to stand up in the world and and, and honor their own wisdom and, and honor their development in a way that shows other people who are currently coming up and are currently discovering it within themselves that it's possible. And with that, I want to share a little of my personal story because it's pretty, pretty crazy where I came from, you know, being who I am today, as comfortable as I am talking about this to whoever is listening. Um, it, it wasn't always the case. And so it's important to start at the beginning. So uh, when I was a little girl, I was very, very sensitive to spirit. I remember seeing spirit, literally visually seeing them around my bed at night, um, you know, seven or eight beings of light just kind of hanging around, um, <laughs> singing me to sleep. I don't know really what was going on, but it felt comfortable. It felt relaxed. And I never feared what I saw. I also learned early on that I didn't really know how to talk about it with anybody. No one else was bringing up these things, so I kept it to myself. And I also would discover a lot of auditory uh, messages coming to me in nature. I would play in the backyard as an only child. I had a lot of time on my hands and I would play in the backyard and, and I loved being out in the elements and climbing trees. And there were some moments at the end of the day, I'd be sitting in sunset and just hear this voice of wisdom in the wind, let me know that it's, it's going to be okay, that everything is fine, that I was here for a purpose. And I sensed my elderness, even as a four-year-old girl, playing in the backyard. So I wonder how many of you have had those experiences. And if you have, please email me at molly at mollymccartney.com and let me know about those experiences because I love to hear them. Um, being an elder in a little girl or a little boy's body, it's very, very interesting. Because when I got into school, I realized not everybody else was having these uh, these experiences. It seemed like they were very interested in more worldly things and uh, kind of one-upping each other and being popular or being cool. And I came into this world of, of kind of disrespect and having to earn social status and things like that. And, and I just never really understood it. And I'm sure if you're listening to the show, if you're spiritually aware, if you're a human being, you understand that to some degree, how bad that feels inside and how uncooperative that, that makes the universe kind of feel to you. Um, and, and it's our job at this point to turn that around and see that if we have that connection, it's important to bring it to the table, not to wait for the world to bring it to us, right? And so that's something some of us learn very young. It's a lesson some of us are still learning. And so onward through all of all of my uh, experiences as a young kid, uh, my father died when I was six years old, and, and he was kind of one that really encouraged my oddness, that encouraged my creativity. And I felt really sort of abandoned at that point when he was gone. And it was important uh, for me to have that experience. I know that now, I didn't know it then, because I had to shut myself off um, for a while to learn what it was like. And in the grief that I experienced, as, as many of you have probably experienced um, when you experience loss as a young person or trauma of any, of any kind, you may have shut off from your higher power, not trusting the world, not trusting other humans, not even trusting God. And I was raised in a, in a religious environment and, and I was raised to believe in God, but it was hard to believe in God when no one could explain why my beloved father was taken away so quickly. And I really tried to go it on my own through my elementary years and into my middle school years of trying to make it, trying to blend in and be like everyone else. And it was a complete and total failure, um, but I, I'm grateful for it now because it showed me what it feels like to be separated from my power and separated from myself and separated from my source, most of all. Uh, because oddly enough, that was the last piece of the puzzle that got me to where I am today. I, I even awakened intuitively and psychically before I reconnected fully with my source. And, and I'll let you know during the course of these podcasts why that was so super important, why that was the one thing that if I didn't have it, I would always feel lost. So once I got into high school, I had a divine appointment with a dear soul friend and we developed uh, in, on the tarot path together, reading tarot cards. And it really opened my eyes to a new level of reality 
and it wasn't scary like other people thought it was opening up doors to other negative things it actually was very very positive because I could see that the challenges I was facing and going through as a young person had true spiritual depth there were reasons there were energetic patterns going on and if I could kind of switch my thinking I could find value in my depression I could find value in my anxiety I could find value in the fact that I wasn't getting what I wanted Um, and I, I learned a lot of hard and fast lessons through that process and I learned to trust that I had spiritual help at all times And that led me into simply reading for friends and family when they were interested and reading for myself throughout college and finally just starting um, psychic development classes as as a 21, 22 year old. I can't remember. It was early 20s. It was it was pretty early because I was one of the youngest people in my class. But it was time, you know, I had a really rough time in college. It was kind of my rock bottom in terms of being disconnected from myself. I had come back 90 pounds overweight, a junk food junkie, um, eating way too much, not taking care of my body, not sleeping well. I was on five medications and something in me knew that that had to stop. I had to reawaken because all of that time since I was six years old, I knew in the back of my mind I was blindfolding myself that I was very aware, that I was very intuitive, that I could hear the guidance, but I was not listening to it. So that's that's very key. And I want you to think right now about how you've heard divine guidance, how you felt like something had your back, and yet you still overthought things. You still did something counter to the advice because you thought that would maybe work or you could get away with it because it maybe gave you something in the interim, maybe an instant gratification thing. Uh, these are the these are the questions we must ask ourselves on the spiritual development path. How much are we trusting the guidance that we receive? How much are we taking action on the guidance we receive? Because I certainly wasn't to that point. And it wasn't until I had that scare. I had terrible digestive disorders, couldn't sleep, and I felt like there was something very, very wrong with my body and with me. I didn't want to live anymore. And I thought, I'm only 20-something years old. Like I don't want to live the rest of my life not wanting to live. I've got to figure this out. And it was a slow up uphill climb um, with a lot of help from spirit and people around me, my teachers. I had a local development teacher who I hope to have on the show. Her name is Maida Jones. And Diane Ross is another one locally here in the Orlando area that helped me. And uh, a, a few other ones um, I can't uh, name right now, but um, really having a lot of, of light in my life and uh, friends and colleagues too that showed me that I wasn't alone. That was very important. And again, that's what this show is for. If you don't have classes and guidance in your local area, you've got it here. So make sure you you subscribe, stay tuned, and, and come back for that support when you need it because it is more important than you know on this path. So I totally go on tangents sometimes, and I hope you don't mind. Uh, I always will bring it back. And, and so here I come back to, to the tangent of the psychic development. So in these classes, I, I went for fun. I loved tarot cards. I was starting to feel a little better. I was, I was doing hypnosis for weight loss, and I was really getting healthy again and, and getting into my body again. And I thought, psychic development sounds great. I don't know if I can do it, but we'll see. I went in and started reading right away, and, and within a year, I think, I was doing mediumship, evidential mediumship, which, which is connecting with loved ones on the other side for a sitter, for another person, and giving evidential proof that I was connecting with them. And, and I tell you, that freaked me out, <laughs> and I do it all the time now. I do it for a living now, but it freaked me out because my all of my training, all of my social conditioning had told me that there was something either weird about this freaky or I was doing something dark or evil or you know how did it work my even my scientific mind was like wait how is this working how am I doing this and I asked spirit a whole lot of questions during that time I did a whole lot of channeling a whole lot of trance meditation and they gave me as much information as they could and at the end of the day said you know what, the human mind is not designed to understand all of the pieces and parts. We can share with you analogies, metaphors. Um, They explained it exactly like a radio transmission where um, a medium is like like myself or like you, um, is the receiver, is the antenna, and spirit sends out signals. And likewise, we're sending out signals all the time and we're receiving them to and from each other. So being that energetic being within our skin and within our bodies 
that energy is always transmitting and receiving, transmitting and receiving. And if we're not congruent with what we're transmitting and, and receiving, that's when we get out of balance. We get out of balance, then we start medicating with food, with substances, with bad behavior, and we stop enjoying those things because there's nothing wrong with enjoying good food and having a little wine every now and then, but you start to medicate or it starts to become your coping skill, then illness is going to set in. And even if you don't use those things as coping skills, maybe it's an emotional um, addiction or emotional dependence that comes in and creates a lot of stress in your body. That too can create illness and starts in the emotions, goes into the mind and eventually sinks into the body. And there's always a spiritual connection to any physical thing that happens. And again, that's a deep subject we will definitely be getting into. But I just want to introduce that idea to you that every single thing that happens, there is a spiritual layer to reality where there is a corresponding event and there is a reason for it and it's helping you grow. And it's important to respond to the spiritual level and layer more than the physical because that's where true transformation takes place when we're trying to force things to change or we're trying to create physical life in a way that it isn't yet or that making stories about it into something it's not it's it's just a, a losing game but when you go within find your peace find your connection to joy find your balance and what that feels like to you then you know you can always make choices accordingly and that's when you've really got your guidance going And again, we all have these inner GPS systems. I don't care who you are, where you come from, how old you are. Uh, You may not be a professional medium or intuitive. You may never, you know, do it for anybody else but yourself. But we are all equipped with that inner GPS. And it's important to learn how it communicates to you in order to heal and, and kind of seize the day in your own life, seize your own life and seize the power so that you can be the star of your show, so that you can be the lead character of your story and so that you live your highest and best experience and not the lowest and darkest. You know, there's a lot of low and dark out there and I've been there. I know you've been there and there is, it is possible for those of you who find you have more dark days and low days than up days. I'm telling you right now, when you start kind of including these thoughts into your day, you, you can turn it around and you can find that you start co-creating life with your spirit and with your guides. And you create a space where you have more good days than bad, because I'm an example of that. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. And I say that because as I shared, I was 90 pounds overweight, very, very depressed, didn't want to be a part of the world at all. I hid from the world all the time. For many, many years I hid. And actually it ended up making sense because I was healing. And sometimes spirit puts us in a healing bubble, you know, and wants us to stay very still and very quiet and very safe so that it can have its way with us and and work with us to upgrade our consciousness and to heal our minds, bodies, and spirits. So if you're in a space of not reaching out, not wanting to engage with the world much, I wouldn't worry about it. It's where you are right now. Love it up. Love up your present moment because you're exactly where you need to be and where you should be. Now, there'll come times where you're you're drawn and, and kind of and there's an inner fire to expand and reach out. And that's where it's really good to start looking at how much you're empowering your intuition and how much you're empowering your thoughts and fears. And that's something that I teach with my Empowered Wisdom program is um, exactly that, how to determine if you're going with your fear, if you're going with your thoughts, or if your intuition is in charge. Because those two other things can masquerade as our intuition if we're not careful. And um, there's some really interesting ways to know the difference. And I'll share a little of that with you before I sign off today. But right now, I want you to kind of bring to mind, take a deep breath and bring to mind something that's really challenging right now that's keeping you from feeling fully spiritually balanced and present, that's keeping you from your development. And if you've been on this path for any length of time, you know what I'm talking about that there's a a forward momentum you feel in your spiritual path. And then there's times when you just feel stopped. And I'm telling you again, that it's important. Both are important. You need both. Just like we need masculine, feminine energy, dark and light energy, um, you know, sun and moon energy, any opposites come together to create balance. So 
If you're moving with velocity right now, congratulations. It's very exciting. It can also be very scary to trust your intuition that quickly. But if you're in a, a lull and you feel like nothing but challenge is, is kind of keeping you in the mud and you're stuck and you're not moving forward very quickly, uh, just know that from within that space, you can still use that inner GPS system to find a way out. And when I say find a way out, it doesn't always mean changing your physical environment. But if you can change your mind about it, if you can change the view, the perspective you have of it, and see how it's fortifying you as a spiritual being. And I talk a lot about spiritual maturity, and I don't feel like that gets talked about very much. There's all these wonderful thoughts about metaphysics and law of attraction and creating our lives, which are all very wonderful. And I love that conversation. And if we don't settle into our spiritual maturity path of really growing up and becoming wisdom holders in the world and and sharing that wisdom and living from that space and we're just kind of looking for it outside of ourselves all the time or we're celebrating the positive but not honoring the negative challenging parts of our lives then it's really hard to take this stuff seriously it's really hard to use it as a true tool in your life because if you only bring it in when things are good or when it gives you a good, happy feeling, then you're sort of missing the possibilities that are there for you to really get through grief, to get through illness, to get through those really tough times like walking through a desert or walking through a dark night of the soul, not knowing what's next. And those are the times that build our faith. And that is you know, definitely a very kind of traditional religious uh, outlook on the divine, but it's just something I haven't found a way out of. It's it's very true. And, and I, I promised to explain why so- connecting to source energy was so important to me. And that's because even as I was developing my psychic ability all of those years, without a trust in the divine, without a trust that a higher power had my back and that I was being driven by something greater than myself and that I was being managed by something greater than myself. Even with that intuition, I felt lost. I didn't have kind of the internet or the satellite to hook my GPS system into. And so I want to encourage you to ask yourself, are you connected to your source? Are you on the outs with God? Are you mad at God? I certainly was most of my life. But when I forgave that issue and and said, you know what? It's been me that's been absent absent from you, not you that's been absent from me. And I found a vision of the divine that worked for me. Um, it's important to, to go there too, to find that vision that works for you so that you can identify with the source of your intuition and spiritual gifts. And you can identify with the being that's with you, the energy that keeps you powerful, that keeps you peaceful, that is your safe space. And as I always say, we are but channels of that grace. Yes, we are humans with our personalities. Yes, we have human dramas and human things to do. But who we are at our core is a channel of source energy. And if we can really live from that space and relate to each other from that space and relate to our lives from that space, everything is valuable. Everything is growth and every present moment is precious. So with that, I'm going to step down off my soapbox and uh, take a couple of calls. Uh, This is going to be really fun. First time I've ever broadcast uh, my own readings on the air. So I hope you enjoy them. And again, if you would like to be considered for a reading, please go to empoweredwisdomhour.com, sign up for my newsletter, and I will be sending out calls for interviews and Uh, people who want free readings, and hopefully uh, you'll be a volunteer someday and I can get you on the air. So for now, let's take a couple calls to see spirit in action. Hi, Marian. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you, Molly. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. So I hear you have a question for me today. Please let me know what that is. I do have a question, and it is, which direction should I take to fulfill my purpose? Like, I want to serve God and people on the planet and help people awaken. Which direction should I take? 
Which direction? Good question. All right, I'm going to get quiet for just a moment as I step into your energy. As I step into your energy, I'm seeing it's, um, it's definitely energy work-based. Um, I'm, if it's a question of uh, counseling or, or energy work or something like that, I feel that you are definitely a mover when it comes to energy. So I see you actually using your hands, um, using um, power in your own chakras, and it, it's, like, it's almost like you're pulling negativity out. Now, mm-hmm. if there is any interest in... Um, in actual counseling and working one-on-one with people like, like that, like giving readings, things like that. I can see it happening that way too, but with the um, expectation that it is, it is an energetic clearing and that's something that I do, but I'm seeing it be your primary way of doing things. Like you can sit with someone and sort of just pull out the kind of the shadows and the doubts and, and mm-hmm. like clarify them. Does that make sense? Is that something you already do? It makes total sense. It's something I've always been told by many people that I'm a healer and um, I do have psychic capabilities. Um, Recently I was mentored by someone and she showed me just how much I could feel into or read someone's body and know um, physically what's wrong and, Mm -hmm. um, and also give healing energy and move energy in that way and remove negativity. So I just didn't, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a little doubt about it, but that makes sense. I love that. Yep. I'm spirit showing me the exact same thing. It's like, it's, it's almost like I look in a closet and you know, when you, you're just done. I mean, I, I, luckily my closet's not like this anymore. When I was a kid, I just let everything fall to the, to the floor in the closet. And then I just throw all the stuff out into my room and then sort it out. It's like, that's what I'm seeing you doing with people's energy. Like just pull it all out and, like, and then we'll organize it and get you back into order. So it feels really awesome. That was, it feels fun and awesome and very helpful for people. So any, anything that you, you do in that direction is, is going to be fulfilling for you and it's going to be very powerful work you can do with other people. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Good. So um, let me look uh, into the energy again about any kind of doubts, fears, anything that's kind of keeping you from bravely moving forward into this and we can see what kind of spiritual challenges you have around this and i'm going to pull a few cards for this as well this is a good time for cards So I am seeing as I shuffle even the question that so many of us um, have when we want to do spiritual work is how to make a career out of it, how, how to make, um, you know, make a living from it. And I feel that spirit wants you to develop more first before you start asking those questions because that is one that will keep you uh, stagnant and not moving mm-hmm. forward. And I, I feel that you can look at whatever you're doing for a living as, something that supports your long-term spiritual calling, but it's not time for you to um, make a business plan or anything like that. It's time to get really good at what you do, whether it be part-time, you can do it Mm part-time or just with volunteers, um, people in your family, people, friends, but also just, just doing, you know, whatever you're comfortable with part-time would be very helpful. That was my other question. So you, that was amazing that you answered that. (laughs) Good, good. You, you read way. my mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? That's wonderful. It's good. Amazing. It is. Yeah, so I have you first here um in a in a position of really uh getting to know uh well asking, just as you did today, asking what is my path, what is my purpose here, and really letting spirit infuse you. So you're in a space of, of holding kind of a holding pattern, um, but it's because when, when we feel like we're not moving forward, spirit mm-hmm. kind of has us in a lockdown a little bit, like a laser beam, because there's things we need to learn and develop. And once we learn and develop to a certain point, it'll be effortless. The move forward will be effortless. Um, and so you're coming out of a time of, of a lot of change around this. I see because you, you became aware of your gifts and aware of your calling, um, it, it may have created some sensitivity challenges that feel some relationships may have felt fallen by the wayside or changed. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was, yeah, that was real evidence that you were going in the right direction. But as with so many things, Spirit will ask us to 
kind of weed the garden and do things energetically in our own life that are difficult, but we can't move forward until we do that. And now you're moving into this time of um, the card of sacred convergence, which it means that you may not relate to a lot of people or kind of um, have bond closely with others because again, spirits infusing you. Spirit is your best friend right now and your, your, your best, closest companion and Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like the chariot card in the tarot uh, where it's taking Mm -hmm. you somewhere so just relax and go with the flow let it take you and you won't feel the stress about like oh is everything going to be okay it's going to be great Um, and it's just about um, sacrificing that kind of some of some of your human needs for a little while if that makes sense that's okay with me totally makes sense it's it's also about trusting spirit which is something i'm working on yes (laughs) absolutely yeah that is a card of trust it's like we will show you but you have to get in our little space capsule we'll take you where you want to go and then (laughs) and then you get out and you'll be like wow i'm so glad i waited um and so the environment here is from nothing into everything again it is co-creating with spirit so it is a little bit saying um, spirit will give you guidance, but we don't have to just follow spirit's guidance blindly. We don't have to say, okay, yes, spirit told me to do this. Um, we have to say, you know, we enjoy this. And, and what's our natural gift? We're going to enjoy it better anyway because it comes to us with ease, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like a reader trying to be an energy healer, an energy healer trying to be a reader um, or, or doing different things to help others. It's going to be what you're wired to do. And, um, mm-hmm. and notice that the more you say yes to that, that this is so fun, so fulfilling, it's so easy, um, then spirit will give you opportunities to advance and, and, and grow in this work. The obstacle here is the Celestial Rose of Ma, and, and I'm reading the Rumi Oracle deck by Alana Fairchild. It's my favorite deck lately. Um, probably mm-hmm. the one when we met at the fair, that, that's one I would, be, uh, would have been read, reading. But this is a card of of kind of honing in and uh, a little bit of tough love. So that is when things get a little bit more challenging in terms of your development. So challenge yourself. Um, Again, the last card was fun. Say, yes, I love this. But um, you really want uh, teachers and and development mentors that are going to make you question uh, what is and get, you know, more accurate advice. And it's not just about, oh, this is fun. I'm going to go to this class because it's fun. It's like, I want to get really good at this. So um, look out for that. And I'm, I'm getting, I'm picking up that you do have a teacher that, that's really good at that, that doesn't let you just get away with just, you know, coming up with whatever or picking up right. whatever. It's like, no, we want some evidence, you know, you, and so it's going to be pulling that in. Um, and also restricting a little bit of your lifestyle or human life for, for this work. Uh, so that's the challenge. But you said you, there's no problem with that. But it's just, uh, let me get a little more detail about what that would be for you specifically I'm seeing um, more like for me meditation is long walks outside or in nature Um, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing you needing to take more time to be quiet with spirit Um, and it's not that you're not a a quiet still person I just feel that they want you to move with the, the rhythms of nature and I see I don't see sitting meditation for you I do see this moving even just walking around the neighborhood yep. or going to a state park yep. that kind of stuff um, I've yeah been, get out and I've do been that. getting instinctively to do that and I haven't been doing it so okay there you, you go <laughs> you are so spot on <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I just love that I love that yep so that's they're watching you <laughs> and they're telling they're telling on you right now telling me again yep so it's oh, worth man. it's worth just the push to do it like oh I'm going to set my alarm or set a time and it's a date with spirit I'm going to do it maybe a 30 minutes maybe an hour but you get a lot mm-hmm. of insight and go with a question similar to what you came to this call with I've got mm-hmm. a question spirit let me give me some clarity by the end of this walk and by focusing in on, on the trees, on the leaves, just kind of going into a little bit of a trance while you walk. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. I listen to quiet music. So I drown mm-hmm. out the, the traffic and you really, it's, it's amazing what can come out mm-hmm. of that. And so let's see the um, hopes and fears of divine discontent. Um, it does feel like um, a little bit of worry that you're going to get stuck in an unhappy place or not go in the right direction. Um, but I feel that that's your, your clue that it's time to commit to the change, commit to the path, 
Um, anytime you're feeling divine discontent, it's more of that indecision. Um, mm-hmm. So just know that it's, it's definitely that counterintention or that it's a red flag, okay? Mm-hmm. The red flag indecision is like, okay, I haven't committed to this, so what do I need to commit to next? And one thing at a time so you don't get overwhelmed. <laughs> uh, finally here, the uh, – good. <laughs> uh, the uh, – let's see. The what is to be done card, life beyond death. I do see um, you working with mediumship a little bit more with this card. So you are very good uh, at um, – at picking up people's energy, but similar to me, I, I give intuitive readings. It is psychic awareness. It is mediumship. It's kind of all combined the yep. way spirit works with me. So, so doing a little bit more of that and it's going to be really good for you. And it's not just about you. It's like you're channeling and receiving messages. So That's, is that something you've already started doing? Uh, yeah, I actually did it for some time and I was, it, it, it was quite amazing actually and would surprise me every time it happened. Like, how do I know these things or how do I, I could, I could mm-hmm. picture the person, the person who had passed in my mind's eye and I could describe their personality and give the messages. But I, I, I got a, a little concerned that um, some negative entities might be playing around. And I, so mm-hmm. I stopped doing it actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's good that that came up because um, one thing you can um, learn a little bit more about, but it's, it's, it's quite easy. And I, and I don't know if any, anybody has shared this, but the ban- just banishing, just saying, I'm not, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not, that, that, go somewhere else, you know, basically, yep. and, and get yep. out of my house. And yeah, getting, you're not welcome. Ma- get out. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Making your energy bigger than them. I always think of it as bully energy. So if we don't let human beings and bodies bully us and get into our face, we're not going to let a spirit do it. That's something one of my teachers told me, and I love right. it. I never forgot it because it did right. teach me um, to stand up for myself in, in my human life too, like in my ordinary life. So it was really kind of cool how, how learning to stand up the spirit helped me do that. And so yeah. um, it's really like I see you, I hear you, but nope, we're not doing that today. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, and even mm-hmm. loved ones, I say, if I don't recognize you, come through a different way. Um, so there are ways to sort of protect yourself from that. And I feel that the energy work you're doing is also going to help shield you from that a little bit. Um, once you build up that, is, is the, the methods you're learning, um, do they have some shielding or some protection type um, uh, protocols learned, that you can do? I, I did learn shielding early on um, in my spiritual journey, including Violet Flame. I don't know if you're familiar with that, mm-hmm. but... Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, That's I a good do, one. <laughs> yeah, it is a very good one. I believe in it. Um, I do believe in shielding, and, and I always did that, and I whenever I did a reading, I did a meditation. I put up shields. I invited only beings of the light. And this one time I was in a hurry because I was running late for the appointment and I didn't do my full meditation and I opened the door and in came a very nasty black thing. My mm. bad. <clears throat> I learned that lesson. <laughs> yeah, good. Good, yeah. And, and, and I always remind people the higher you are keeping your own vibration, the, the less likely you, you will be to notice any of that. Like, they're around, right? Like, like yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of – the spectrum yeah. of spirit is everywhere, just like human beings on Earth. And so it's right. not it, – it's just what we pay attention to. So that's good. That's good that you know that. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, you've got a new gown coming, which is a new identity and, and a kind of a renewed and uh, taking on your mantle of healer and walking in the light with this stuff and really being loud and proud about it. Also becoming a channel. A lot of your work is this, cha- I keep seeing mediumship channeling, um, you know, you're bringing it in, you're being a channel and, and that's how it will work its grace in your own life. And finally, the the direction here is, to follow guidance um, that you get to that asks you to do things that are out of character or kind of outrageous. Mm -hmm. And and Mm -hmm. that's when you're giving a reading or noticing anything like, Oh, I can't say that. Like, who am I to say that? Like, just do it. Because when you do it, like you see the the power that's flowing through you. And so Mm -hmm. uh, trust yourself a bit more too. It's it's a good thing to remember. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much. This is one of the best readings I've ever had, Molly. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear it. Wonderful. Well, thanks for calling today. 
Thank you so much, and I will recommend you to everyone I know. Thank you again. Oh, you're so welcome, dear. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, Donna. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Molly? I'm very good, thank you. So, are you ready for your mini-reading? I am. Excellent. So let me know your question today since we only have a few minutes. That's going to help me tune in a little bit faster. Okay. My question basically is why do I still feel a void at times in my life, even though I do so much um, spiritual um, work and meditation and all the good things that I try and do for myself, there's still a void there. Okay, still a void there. I'm going to let to step into your energy as I shuffle the cards. Okay, and, we'll look and at it's not there all challenge. the time. Just mm-hmm. days I, I feel a void. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's very interesting as I step into this energy, it does feel like it's important for you to remember this is part of the spiritual journey, part of the awareness journey, that um, when we're not aware of the void that's inside of us all the time, we start to fill it with things and plans and, um, you know, food and shopping and all kinds of stuff. Like you kind of fill the void and then I feel like I want to do this, so I'm going to go do this thing, and all of a sudden your attention is, is taken by the thing you're doing, and you feel full. You know, there's a fullness there. But when you're on the spiritual awareness path like you are, um, it's important to know that to, it's, you have to kind of be there with it. And it's part of the human condition. It's literally the true ultimate truth of our condition that we are channels. So by definition, a channel is hollow and empty, right? So it, it, it is a void through which things come through. And okay. as you're, you know, does that make sense? Absolutely. And, because There's lots of times that I want to fill it with things that you mentioned. And I don't mm-hmm. because I know mm-hmm. that that's not really going to fill it. Right. And, and there's no, no problem with having fun with the material world. You know, going out, that sounds fun. Let's do that. But it's never like I'm having a bad day, so I'm going to go buy myself $500 worth of clothes, you know, because right. that'll, that'll last maybe five minutes. Um, and, and just and knowing that you want to stay healthy and, and happy overall, it is about knowing that it's there. So I feel spirit actually saying congratulations that you know that it's there and you can start to work with it because in those moments, I feel spirit really wants to communicate with you. So I'm hearing for, for you to sit down and do any kind of channeled writing, and I, I believe that uh, we may have talked about this uh, another time, but it feels important for you to sit and go into meditation and ask spirit to send you some messages. And I feel when you start to write this, it's almost like poetry. And it's, it comes out of you and you're like, wow, I wrote that. <laughs> but it feels that it's an answer to your question and it's a way that you can stay in contact with spirit. So it's a really good place to, to develop yourself on a deeper level when you feel that void go, oh, okay, here it is today. Um, let me be with this. And, and there's, a, there's also a Buddhist teaching that's coming to mind about loving the emptiness. And there's a, the, the saying goes and the teaching goes that until we can really love and embrace the emptiness, it's going to be very difficult for us to really love and embrace the world and other people in it and to truly love others, truly appreciate uh, the things around us because we're always trying to fill the void with those things otherwise. But once you learn to love the void, then you can enjoy those things more. Okay, that makes sense. Good. And it's real interesting because as I pull your cards, I get from nothing into everything is what you're passing out of. Uh, A new gown is what you're currently in and sacred convergence is what you're going into, which is I can lay that out and take that apart a little bit for you. But it's exactly what I just said, that the void, you become aware of the void and it's from it's becoming the space of nothingness. But the more that you do your work, it's going to become your true happy place, that true space of, of awareness and, and peace. And the more you're with it, 
I, I do see spirit showing me it can be very similar to a part of my path. I remember I went through many years of, of feeling that loneliness and just it's, it is like it's a spiritual loneliness or an emptiness, right? Like yeah. there's nothing else that can really join you there. And it was, it made me so sad and so anxious and I, I, you know, I take lots of walks. That's what I do. And so I'm going to go take a walk because I was on a, I was getting healthier. I was healing my body and I really didn't allow myself a lot of fun back then because I was working on really cleansing and healing myself. And so, okay, I'm going to take a long, long walk, an hour, maybe two hours. And it started to happen not long after that where I found myself smiling on my walk. And, and I remember the day I just started smiling and kind of laughing. And I thought people are going to think I'm insane. <laughs> Because I'm just walking down the street, like smiling at nothing. And I thought, well, I certainly have been comfortable frowning at nothing for a while. Like, so what? So I'll just be happy. So it is this kind of, you know, the story of Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree and, and finding enlightenment, which is simply the, the bobbing up of the energy, just allowing yourself to feel okay and feel good, even if nothing, you're not really responding to anything. Okay. But it takes becoming friends with that space so from nothing into everything it's that's where you're going into and the new gown is a lot of shifts have been taking place in your life um you know we we talk from time to time but i'm seeing even since the last time we talked there's been some social shifts and some changes and and how you're feeling about the world so you're getting used to that new way of relating to your world and you're right it's gonna be awkward for a little while yeah right yeah so, so it's um, as you're moving into that, you're not going to relate to as many people. That's the sacred convergence card. It's going to take um, it's going to take adjustment time because you are different. So, your as your identity changes, you relate to people. You just simply interact with with the world differently. Yes. And so that's why that aloneness is there, and you can look at it as a gift, even though. We kick and scream and say, this isn't what we want. This isn't fun. <laughs> but on the, other, on the other side of it is you feel so much better and you're so much easier to be with the world. You know? okay. So let me look at a timeline on that, if that would help as well. Okay. You always put everything in such perspective, Molly. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad to help. I'm glad. In spirit, I'm just, again, I'm just a channel. So I'm bringing this in. Uh, you know, I, I struggle with similar stuff as a human being. I all sense that stuff too. And then I ask her, what do I do? And I just follow the directions. So, yeah. so for me, it's, it's getting plugged in. That, that stream of wisdom is available to all of us, as you know, because I know yeah. you've, you've touched in with that quite a lot lately. And, yeah. and you're able to, and it, it's just without being connected, we're just kind of lost. So I'm glad, I'm glad to, that I can put it into words, <laughs> maybe uh, differently than others, but. Um, I'm grateful to be of help with that. So let me see here. I'm seeing as uh, the the heat of summer, um, and actually with my last caller, um, not sure if all these uh, these readings will be recorded on the same day, but um, the last caller I just spoke to, um, I had to remind her as well that there's a ton of retrogrades going on astrologically including right. Mercury. And so it's, it's wreaking havoc with a lot of emotions. And I myself have been on a complete and total roller coaster and just watching it going, what in the world is happening right now? Um, you know, really great feelings of bliss and really low feelings of despair, like within the same day. So yeah. just ride it out. It's a little bit of a roller coaster and notice those void spaces and say, oh, okay, this is my true essence. And this is the observer in me. And, and you can be there and receive in that space. But after August, I feel it peters out at the end of August. And then through the September and into the fall, I see you going into a, de- a deeper meditation space, being able to be outside a little bit more. But you may feel a little restricted this next month and a little bit scrambled. But just yeah. know fall is coming and it will be a time of release. And you can get out into nature. And I, I do see you around trees a little bit more. Um, and, and walking and, and getting into that quiet space and filling it with that kind of experience and, okay. and your own awareness instead of the shopping or the going out to dinner or whatever. It'll be like, oh, I'm going ta- to take myself to the state park or down to the river or whatever. Okay. Um, that feels really nice. And by the holidays, I see you feeling quite relaxed uh, around people in your life and in a, a new relaxed space about things, uh, kind right. of a mm, not resigned, but 
um, accepting, accepting space. Okay. Okay. Sounds wonderful, great. my dear. <laughs> well, it was so wonderful to help you today, and I always enjoy talking to you. So thank you so much for calling. Oh, thank you. Thanks, yes, Molly. You're always welcome. inspiration. Oh, good. I'm happy to help, my dear. Big hugs. Big hugs to you, too. Take care. Okay. You, too. Have a great day. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, all right. We're back from the calls, and I hope you enjoyed uh, taking a little um, backseat to those conversations or being a fly on the wall and seeing how intuitive readings can really kind of illuminate any challenges you're facing. Even when you know what's going on within, it helps to have someone reflect that back to you before you even have the words to reflect it to them. And that's my specialty. I welcome you to contact me anytime through my website, molly at mollymccartney.com or the show website, empoweredwisdomhour.com to request a private session and or to sign up to be considered for a reading on the air. Um, For now, I want to leave you as promised with a meditation to help you get in connection with your own internal guidance. And there's a really simple method I teach um, every time I speak in public. And it starts first with some deep cleansing breaths. So take a good deep breath with me, counting to four as you breathe in, holding in for four and releasing for four. You can continue doing these four count breaths as I continue to speak. And as you continue these four count breaths, I'd like you to hold your dominant hand to your heart center, taking another deep cleansing breath. Now I'd like you to ask your heart to offer you some clarity on what you need to address first and foremost in your consciousness right now something in your life, something in your mindset, something in your actions that needs to be changed or addressed in order for you to move forward, to grow and to heal from your current circumstance. Allow pictures to arise to your mind, words to come into your ears, feelings to come into your body. And as you allow that clue to arise in your consciousness, I'd like you to take your non-dominant hand and place it over your belly or your abdomen, closest to what they call, what we call, the sacral chakra. That's the home of your intuition, your creativity, the place in you that generates solutions to your problems. Taking another deep breath, I'd like you to sit in silence for just a moment asking this place in you to provide you with an intuitive response to your situation, an intuitive answer, one tiny step that you can take right now to shift your mindset or shift your circumstances in a powerful way. Allow that phrase, that vision, that feeling to resonate in your being. It doesn't have to be big, though it could be. It could be the smallest little step, reaching out to someone to clarify a misunderstanding, taking better care of yourself and taking quiet time with spirit. Uh, it could be talking to someone about a difficult relationship. It could be any number of things, but it's about paying attention to what you really need and what your spirit is asking you to do now in your life to honor who you truly are. I'm all about empowering your wisdom, empowering wisdom in the world, and elevating spirituality and spiritual well-being as something as important as physical well-being and financial success. Imagine a world where we're all walking around spiritually present, happy, joyful, and aware in our own skin. That's a world I would love to live in. And let's let's do that. Let's let's come alive. Let's come awake one person at a time, one soul at a time. 
I'm here to help. And I hope to see you again on the Empowered Wisdom Hour. Hope you enjoyed this first episode and I look forward to many, many more. Please go to empoweredwisdomhour.com if you'd like to um, give me an idea for an interview to be interviewed if you're a practitioner in the holistic wellness field. Um, and if you'd like to receive a reading on the air uh, for five to 10 minute readings pre-recorded to be placed on the podcast. So if that sounds like you, just contact me and we'll get that set up for you. For now, I wish you much peace, much wisdom and much love in the coming week. And until next time, take care. This podcast was conceived, recorded, and produced by Molly McCartney. All content is intended to support your spirituality and is in no way intended to replace medical, psychological, or legal counsel. Private readings and interviews aired by permission only. Music and sound effects licensed through audiojungle.net. Learn more and subscribe at empoweredwisdomhour.com.